youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up everybody? It's Dale. And also joining us is a man who becomes the most sexiest man in the entire world whenever he logs onto the internet. What's up everybody? It's me, Greg. And introducing officially our new co-host, Raven. What's up? Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. You can also donate to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal to help us become a better show. Just use the email address in the description. The email address is 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. And next time you are on Instagram looking at all the selfies that people take, the pictures of them playing beer pong, and their new tattoos, and their food. You can't forget their food. Oh, and their pets, too. Make sure you check out Poking the Fungus Photography. So just to keep everyone updated... Larry quit the show. And the first topic of this episode is behind every man, there is an even better woman. Do you believe that that quote is indeed true? I know the whole, you know, behind a man is another another man. Let's not talk about specifically the Navy. Jesus Christ. I was was purposely saying that until I laughed. So it's not like I accidentally said it. I was purposely going to say it, but I just fucking laughed. Excuses. excuses. (laughs) I look at more as I would rather have that woman by my side instead of behind me. Ooh, good answer. And the way I see that is like, you know, through the whole support, you're having a bad day. You want to go home. She's there, and she's there to listen and maybe even give some insight to help you. But in the way, you're also helping your relationship because there's constant communication. And not only that, there's also respect. So I see it as more as my future wife. I would want her to be by my side instead of behind me. Granted, they're somewhat equal, but I, I look at more as that to me just sounds better. That to me just sounds more respectable see here's how i look at it i like what you said about beside instead of behind but the way i look at it is behind the scenes when you're behind the scenes when you're at home when you're at home you can let down every wall that you have and you need support from your significant other so behind the scenes You need a strong, significant other. For every good person, there's an even better person behind the scenes, if that makes sense. Because not everything is good all of the time. So when things are really difficult, you have that person to come home to and talk about whatever good things or bad things, however your day was. And that coming home to that person makes you a stronger person. So it's not just behind every man there's a stronger woman, but behind every strong woman... There's an even better man for every yeah. great person. They, they, I don't believe that people just get great, if you will, like just become great on their own. The, su- the support system that's behind them, whether it's just their wife or their husband, is a big factor 
into why they are great. No, if you, I, I smell what you're cooking. If you if you want to if you want to talk about like let's just go presidents. Bill Clinton, not that bad of a person. I mean, you know, depending on which way you want to talk about it. But I don't think he would have been where he was without Hillary. I think Hillary's actually a way better person than what he is. Not saying that he's a bad person. I mean, you know, got a blowjob in the Oval Office, whatever. Not saying he's a bad person, but I think she's a better person, making him a better person. That mutually, they are making each other better people. Behind the scenes, you as the public, you're not seeing that take place. I hear a lot of people say this particular phrase about U- United States presidents. And when you say behind, I'm thinking, I usually envision like the woman pushing the male forward to be his best. Exactly. So that's why she's behind him. She's pushing him forward and... You know, if he stumbles, she's there to help him up or whatever. So it's a beautiful sentiment, but I also like what Dale was saying about being beside. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, you, you basically summed up my whole long spiel of, like, the, per, uh, the, the, the significant other is behind them, like, pushing them to be a better person, to, be, to do better. They can be. Exactly. I don't, you know, it's not... The person isn't great just because of that person behind them pushing. It's because they were great in the first place, but they have a great support system behind them, pushing them forward and helping them up when they stumble. I feel that um, there are a lot of really great things that have happened over the years that people have been pushed to do because their wives or like their girlfriends or whatever like push them to do it. People in general, like they're like authors and musicians and actors and that who like were pushed to do a lot of the great things they did by like I said their significant others I do believe that that statement is true I especially believe that would probably be true if if I ever had like a significant other I mean I don't right now and I probably would take what she said into great consideration and um use that as like a basis for um, whether or not I should do certain things. I have always had the issue. I uh, have been involved with video since 1997. I've never had a significant other, a, a female, a girlfriend, to ever understand. They've never got it. Every single time that I take on any project, video-related, they've always been, like, the counterpoint. Like, okay, you're trying to make this full-length movie, but it's stressing you the hell out, so... Fuck it, why does it... It's not even... You're not even required to do this. It's it's not even, like, gonna make a difference. So why take on this unnecessary stress? And I'm like, well, you know, I love what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, you, you, you may love it, but it's stressing you the fuck out. So why take on that stress? All you have to do is say... That's it, and, and, and just be done with it, and then that stress is automatically gone. But they don't get it. Yeah, that's not very supportive. That's not what I would say at all. That's not how I am at all. I, I'm constantly to the point to where I probably get pretty fucking irritating. Where I, when I see, like, great potential, especially a significant other or even uh, friends of mine in general, uh, I'm not good at doing this to myself, but I'm good at doing it with other people. Uh, A lot of people, when I see something that they're, like, really fucking good at and they choose to ignore it, like, I have a couple of my friends that are some of the smartest fucking people I've ever met, and they chose not to go to college and instead went into, like, a dying industry or you're wasting your potential. It's a hell of a lot harder to go back to college after all them scholarship opportunities are gone. You could take the smart that you have plus 
all the other opportunities that you're faced with and do something involved with the dying industry, except for not the dying part of the industry that you're now involved with. You could have done that. And when I see people like wasting a, a potential that they have when they're faced with great things that they could possibly do right on the cusp of possible great things and then choose to throw it away, it, it, it drives me absolutely insane. I have never had a significant other that pushed me in video or to do with video specifically, even though it's like one of my biggest loves, but I've never like had someone that understood enough to push me. But me in return, I'm like, you want to be a nurse? You're damn good at what you do. You have the killer ass bedside manner that I have never seen before. And that's probably because you're not all, you know, worn out over the years like most nurses get. You love doing everything that has to do with this, even the fucked up shit that nobody wants to do. But yet you want to be fucking lazy? Like, go hard, bro. And that's like, it's like almost taking the easy way out. Exactly. And that leads me into the second topic of this episode. Doing the easy things versus doing the hard things. With me, sometimes the easy things are worth doing. And I think almost every time, the hard things are even more worth it. The hard things take longer to do than what the easy things may take. But they're more gratifying in the end. Specific example of when I did This Is Wit, most of the time would see something in my mind. A very small thing, whatever it, would may, whatever it turned out to be. And then continuously build on it from ideas of myself or ideas of my co-writers with Nick or Adam or other external influences. And then what I seen in my mind continued to grow. And then I would have so much difficulty along the way. But finally, I would take something that started as a tiny idea that I could slightly visualize inside of my mind, turned it into video form and broadcast it for anyone in the world to see. I took days nights stressed to the point to where i'm like just wanting to puke because there's so much stress can't sleep for shit because there's so much stress and then i get it out there all that stress is gone and it was absolutely worth every single moment that i suffered the easy things to me do not have the gratification that the hard things do some of the hard things are so fucking hard to do that i am guilty of it and i know everyone else is that you quit because it's so much easier to quit to work your fucking ass off that was so deep bro <laughs> that's what she said oh <laughs> i agree with you when you're passionate about something it doesn't matter how hard or stressful it gets while you're in the throes of you know trying to get it done and work it all out but sometimes when you really do need just to take a step back and take a little break if you try a few of the easier ways just to give yourself a break and let your batteries recharge for me anyway, if I if I take a step back and take a breather and let myself um, relax a little bit, for some reason I'm able to jump back in there and get back to the hard stuff and it's, it's easier because I gave myself that little break and did a few easy things on the side while I took my little break, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I can agree to that and I kind of uh, tackled it in a different manner, going connecting this back with the first topic is one of the things that... I used as a, as a break, if you will, would be to step back and to speak to someone that was non-associated with what I was doing and just say, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what's going on. And just vocalize the, the issues. 
vocalize the positive and the negative and all the issues going on along the way so that not only are they hearing what I'm saying and maybe they have something to say, maybe some encouragement, maybe some discouragement, whatever, they have something to say, or maybe it would work for me to just vocalize it to hear it myself. So There's a new understanding to the whole thing, yeah. Exactly. And then I feel like that could help the perspective that I was in to take a fresh approach. Lord knows that I've done my fair share of taking the easy way out and procrastinating like shit. I mean, uh, I mean, I I have a shirt that says I put the pro and procrastinate. And I mean, <laughs> part of that is Sorry. like a joke. Part of that is a joke, but the other, the sad part is, is that part of it isn't, and like I actually do have trouble with procrastination. I've like been so one. many times where I keep saying I'm gonna do the right thing, I'm gonna not do the easy thing, I'm gonna work my ass off and go the hard way, and then I like give up halfway through. Or I just decided at the last minute not to. And it sucks because when I realized that I gave up, like I then feel like I failed. And then I begin getting depressed. And it just turns into a, a downward spiral for me. So, But when I do actually work my ass off at something and apply myself and I like finish it or whatever, I feel feel incredibly like happy afterwards like i like i feel happy that i pushed myself to try harder i have to i have to agree you said you said one thing there is that i really agreed with i have um, problems sometimes when i'll have an idea for a video and i'm like oh the video is gonna you know go up on wednesday and then like tuesday will roll around and i'm like ah i could have done this video you know a week ago when i was thinking about it and i'm sitting there thinking well i need to get it done well, let's say Monday rolls around. I'm like, ah, I need to need to get it done. I could do it tonight. And I'm like, eh, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. I found that if while I'm thinking about, well, that video needs to be done, if I just say right in that very moment, fuck it, let's do it right now. I'm thinking about it. Why not execute it? And that, that works for me sometimes <laughs> because other times I'm just like, but that would require me to get up. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Uh, working out is the biggest thing that I have an issue with. Oh, this guy. <laughs> so I, uh, I would be like standing next to like the, the bike that I have, like the exercise bike standing next to it. And I'm like, I should really hit that bike. Like I, I should uh, get on that shit. Uh, well, you know what? I don't like to work out and like, I have a set of workout clothes, more or less, that I'd rather wear than what I'm wearing right now, so I'd have to go change. And I don't want to go change. That would require me to do something. And a few times to get myself to actually work out, I just have got to the point where I'm like, fuck it, I'm not even going to change. I'm just going to work out with what I'm wearing right now. You know, that's worked for me sometimes. It's just, it doesn't work all the time, because I am huge on procrastination. I'm also a procrastinator, but I've come to learn, like, I've been doing the easy things for so long, mm. and I really haven't gotten anywhere. As much as it's just like, well, it's easy way out, at least I've got it done, but there's really no satisfaction in everything. Like, for instance, like, when you were just talking about working out, you know, me, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of working out myself, but I've actually been going to the gym on numerous days for at least a good hour. I was just like, you know, fuck the gym. 
but I've been saying it for like the past like years that I need to go. Like, all right, I'm going to the gym, going to the gym, going to the gym. Never do. Finally go out in California, go for like a month only because somebody else was there, and now I'm going by myself. So I hate it, but it's something that I want, and it's, you know, it's going to be hard to get. So that's satisfaction, though. That's satisfaction. That's sweet <laughs> satisfaction. Sweet. That is what everybody gets. And, like, it doesn't, you know, just, you know, work for, like, my life. But, you know, I'm in the military, too. The easy things definitely do uh, go noticed. And a lot of people will judge and base, like, how you handle them and how, or pretty much for the most part, how you handle them. Like, if you, like, if you do something that's just, like, you're just, like, you don't care. It's just easy. Just get it done. Whatever. Everybody's going to be like, fuck that guy. You know, nobody's really going to care about you. But if you actually, you know, it's hard to do and you do it and you actually pour your heart and soul into it, everybody's going to be like, fuck yeah, you know, this guy's awesome. Everybody's going to like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. I, I can slightly relate that into like college form. For instance, there's been classes that uh, I, I've been forced to take before that do not in any way, shape, or form apply or relate to anything that I will ever do inside of my chosen career field. But they're like, you want to be a graphic designer? Okay, take this biology class. I'm like, why? <laughs> what the fuck? fuck does that biology class have to do with graphic design so guess what in that biology class i don't give a fucking shit about anything i do not care there is absolutely no point for me to be there so with that i take every single easy way that i possibly could to do anything with that biology class i'm not going to do anything fucking hard for that class because I, there's no point to it but when it comes down to like doing something in a graphic design class, I have worked my ass off on shit and like projects, and then it turns out and I'm like so proud of it. Then they're like, you know, this isn't very good. And I'm like, well, fuck you then. Eat a dick. Where? Haha. <laughs> when you're doing the hard things or the easy things for that matter, but more more the hard things, and I'm not talking about penis down. Damn it. <laughs> Having a good support structure, I think, is key. When you're doing penis, well, I mean, do you need a support structure for your love of cock? Yeah. <laughs> do you, is that what? That's what it fucking is. That's what this entire thing is about. Dale is seeking our acceptance and wants our support so that he can come out of the closet. Fucking thank you. About fucking time. I am so, so sorry that it has taken us this long oh to understand what you're trying to do. I, I'm, I'm so sorry, Dale, but I, I want to get your view, since that's what the whole point behind this was, is to get your acceptance to come out of the closet, Dale. Tell me, how do you feel about companionship and marriage? I, I mean, like, I think, like, as far as the whole, like, companionship versus marriage, if they're different or not, um, they can be, yes. Me, personally, I prefer to have compa uh, companionship, which leads into marriage, and then still have that companionship. So basically the same thing. There's so much that I've seen especially military where it's just it's either or and it, there are more times it's it's somebody who's married but they're married just for that extra money because all the time they're with another person and they know about that too but they're still like mm, whatever but in my eyes i prefer to have them both i'm actually one of those guys yes sappy sappy love story Aww. but it's the way i was raised though the way i was brought up towards women and, and you can't take that away. 
even me being in the military, it's not going to go away. I'm very, very similar to your views are very similar to mine. I want uh, a marriage that is, uh, you know, also a companionship. I don't want a marriage that is just for financial purposes. I want to find someone that I actually want to spend the rest of my life with. I don't want to be another statistic. The the common statistic that is nowadays, uh, people, you know, they get married and then they get fucking divorced. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be that. When I see people that are, you know, and like they're, they're older, they're, you know, 70s 80s 90s for Christ's sake when I see this older couple you know 70s 80s 90s it, it holding like walking and holding hands it, it it makes me so fucking happy and it just it just makes me you know so happy and chances are you know they were married at a very young age and yes. they may have been married it may right now currently be married for like 60 years and I'm like Jesus Christ you know, um, is it going to be possible for me to be married for, you know, 60 years? But you, you accredited, it, accredited it to how you're raised. I cannot agree that that is my end of things. My parents were married at one point in time, but not until way after I was born, and they weren't married very long before they got divorced. Uh, I was raised by my grandparents, not saying they had the best marriage in the world, because they didn't. So I can't really contribute it to how I was raised based on my beliefs because it's what I want, what I feel is correct. And that is being married one time with a companion until I fucking die. I hope you get that, Mike. I want it to. And Dale. But I'm the opposite. I don't ever want to get married ever. (laughs) I'm just going to shit off. (laughs) <laughs> shit on whatever you, like both of you just said that's so sweet that's so cute i hope you guys get it but i'm just gonna shit on it real quick <laughs> i'm sorry i don't mean to all right so you know, I, I never never want to get married i think it's stupid <laughs> i can't i mean i've never i didn't grow up the way you did dale my parents were divorced just like mike's and I've never ever witnessed a long-term marriage even my grandparents were divorced you know so i've never really witnessed a a marriage working out. So it's hard for me to assume that I'll ever meet someone that I can stand for that long. <laughs> I just can't imagine trusting someone enough when they say that they want to love me for the rest of my life because it's never happened. People have said something like that to me before and, and it didn't work out that way. So I can't trust that someone's actually going to want to do that for the rest of their life, be with me. And I can't imagine me wanting to be with someone else for the rest of my life because people get on my fucking nerves. It's just not for me. I'm cool with never being married. But by the same token, I would like to have a companion. I would like to meet someone that I could get along with and not want to strangle every day. And and also them not want to strangle me every day because I'm not easy to live with. Companionship would be awesome, but I don't I don't need the ring on my finger. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I respect what you're saying. But it's fucking stupid. What I'm saying is you're, you're looking for this uh, lifelong companion. Not necessarily lifelong, but a, someone that I can get along with would be nice. I'm just trying to understand you better, so don't take it like I'm attacking you. If that's if that's your situation, then you're like okay with say a relationship that lasts I don't know one year, but you guys get along really well for this entire 365 days, and then on day 366, it just all goes to shit and ends that day. But 
because that one year was great the entire time, you're okay with something like that? Or would you rather the relationship be, you know, two years before it goes to shit, three years, four years, five years, so on and so forth? I would like a relationship to last as long as it could. I mean, if it goes to shit on day 366, then it wasn't meant to be anyway. You know what I mean? And it would have to be something pretty severe for it to go to shit after a year of being together. Well, yeah, I mean, I've had it happen to me after three years. But I'd rather rather not be married and have that happen than to be married and stuck in this situation and this awful thing just happened to our relationship, whether it be someone cheated or, you know, something just as bad. I'd rather there not be a ring involved if that were to go down. That's understandable. Right, so basically... You, but you obviously don't want that to go down. Nobody wants that to, to happen no. to them. No. But, I mean, you're saying you're not looking for something, per se, lifelong. If it is, it is. But if it's not, you're fine with that. But then, but what's a time limit that you would be satisfied with? That's what I'm asking. You say as long as the relationship can last. If it, it lasts for life, then hooray. And, you know, maybe when we're 80, I'll be okay with getting married. But... <laughs> after that that long i mean fuck it i could die tomorrow let's do this right you're not <laughs> gonna you're not gonna like cheat on each other tomorrow because pretty much neither one of your junk works anyway so i would be okay with getting married in my 80s how about that <laughs> if i was with someone for a really long time i do I, want a, a, a long i don't want to just like hit it and quit it kind of relationship i, I want something deep and meaningful and long term but i don't need a wedding ring we all know when females say they want something they want the complete opposite so you guys don't want to get married i said no, females. He, he said female we happen to have oh, female oh i didn't i missed that part what, what he was trying to say is females don't know what they want they have to be told <laughs> fuck you dale <laughs> <laughs> you sexist pig <laughs> I love how Mike yeah, really, said I'm that, but Dale's the one who gets bitched at. <laughs> I said because that's what he was trying to say. Ah, uh, but no, that actually wasn't what I was trying to say. I, we all know it wasn't. Uh, but um, I was going for more of the towards of like girls saying, "I want a great guy," when they really want the bad douchebag. Th- okay, that's a whole different topic. You you said as long as the relationship can last. But what, at what point is it still worth it? Okay, I've had relationships before to where, say, I don't know, they're like two years long. The first year and a half are fucking fantastic. Last six months of them suck before it ends. It could have lasted longer, but somebody just said, you know what? <laughs> Done. You, you, you get what I'm saying? So you're saying as long as it can last, or do you really mean as long as it's good? I think it depends on the two people, whether the relationship is workable, whether you communicate correctly and you get, you're both getting what you want out of it. To me, this is the way I take it, is you want a marriage, but you don't want that title. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't need, I don't need it to be a physical, on paper, registered with the state and a ring on my finger kind of thing. Honestly, when it really comes down to it, I'm going to have to say that um, marriage It depends on the person. Like, there are some people who, like, marriage is for them, and then for others, it it really isn't. It it just depends on the person. Me, personally, though, I would like to get married. My hope is that I find someone who I love a lot, but at the same time, I know I will be able to spend the rest of my life with them. Because I don't want to end up, after a few years of being together, I can't stand them anymore. Or I realize I 
don't really love them. I just sort of like them. Part of me is like afraid of um, not finding the right person. Another part of me is like just concerned about how I will be. Like, I mean, it's not just how the other person will be. I'm worried about how I would be myself. I try to be as nice as I can to people, but I do know that there are times where I get really upset and fly off the handle. I just, I'm always like concerned that I'm going to mess something up. And then usually that ends up messing me up in the long run anyway. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I want it. I really do, but I, I'm, I'm at the same time, I'm extremely afraid that somewhere along the line, I'm going to screw something up. Yes, it's not just love. There's so much more to it that makes it one of the most difficult things. There's so many other factors that really builds on, like, the companionship aspect of it, really, I guess. You have to have some mutual interests, and you have to support that person, and they have to support you. Uh, knowing that you're going to disagree and agree to disagree, you don't always have to be right, you don't always have to be wrong. Just know that sometimes you are going to be right, and they are going to be wrong, and sometimes you're going to be wrong, and they're going to be right, and sometimes it doesn't fucking matter who's right and who's wrong. It requires both parties to understand that and to and to feel that way. And this has been another episode of 30 Minutes Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Dale. Greg. And Raven. <laughs> so don't forget, we are on iTunes. Download an episode and take it on the go. Also, donate to us. Help us get better equipment and become a better show. Also, while you're on Instagram, taking crotch shots unintentionally and posting them because you think it's funny, check out Poking the Fungus Photography. And that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Later, fellas. <laughs>